Attention. Attention. White Stallion Alert. Repeat. White Stallion Alert. Avoid deep storage until cleaning crews arrive. This is Clone 271. There is currently a unicorn walking around in the interrogation department. It has killed several people so far. Uh, I believe it is trying to harvest them for parts. I don't know what it's going to do next, but I've managed to lock myself in this room, so I should be safe. I have lost Dr. Smedley. I don't know where he is. I will try to continue this exit interview without him. <coughs> Trying to climb the stairs, I ended up accidentally breaking one of my legs. So, I will try and do this without slipping into unconsciousness. I, I will continue my story where I left off. I was with Annabelle St. John at the time, and we were trying to find a way to stop the Vampire Empress from getting across the Nile. <laughs> my story begins here. Sam. Hello. How are you? I'm, I'm alive. You're alive. Yeah. Not like most of Cairo now. Oh God, what have <laughs> what have they done? If you remember back, you jumped out of the Banshee aircraft. Yeah. Uh, with Smerdley in your arms. Yeah. And they nuked the pyramids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Essentially, that, I'll, I'll give you a long and short of what happened shortly after the pyramids got nuked. So. After the pyramids got nuked, you and the rest of the team landed down below on the sand. Then the sand started to shake and rumble. And shortly afterwards, 
a large insect about the size of like three or four city blocks came out of the ground from underneath the sand. Mm-hmm. Smedley and the rest of you met up with the Gamma team. You sort of worked things out a little bit. What's going on now is that you've all decided to sort of combine forces to stop this giant creature from destroying not only the entirety of the city, but also the world. It turns out that the underneath Egypt was an enormous vampire empress. The vampire empress came to the earth uh, to basically feed on humanity, but an ancient alien came down and trapped her underneath the sands and put giant pyramids on top of her to stop her from getting out. The vampire queen that you guys were dealing with back in Louisiana, what she was doing was creating this red liquid, which would create enough soul energy to revive the um, vampire queen and get her out of her slumber, whilst at the same time, accidentally, the Gamma guys nuked the pyramids in such a way where she could actually pull herself out of the sand. Okay, so <laughs> Annabelle wasn't there for any of that. No. God, I've got I've got a Bostet figure on my desk, and I feel like I have to apologize to her, and like I have to apologize to me as a seven-year-old. How come? Because I was the Egypt nerd child, and this campaign this part of this campaign is hurting my soul i mean i was also an egypt nerd child so i understand the the pain of of losing the pyramids my first computer's password was sobek really yes oh it was sobek one <laughs> that's quite shocking mine was tiger one i was far nerdier i had sobek and then i think phoenix this is my other big password. I would use Phoenix if I could spell it. Yeah, just God, <laughs> Egypt. Yep, Egypt is not in a good way right now. No. Um, there's a big crater. Essentially, what has happened is, uh, I'll give you a rough sort of rundown of what the plan is. So, Thad, Dr. Martin, and Millard, Thad being a uh, method actor who was method acting as a spy for Agent Cody Banks 3, Great Banks, but... <laughs> He got too in-depth and then became a spy, an actual real spy. Uh, Millard, who is an actual demon, and Dr. Martin, who is your friend, I guess, your acquaintance, (laughs) the person who works with you. They have all gone off to try and fix a thing called the Sistrum of Osiris, which is a uh, magical instrument which will allow Thad, who has ingested the DNA of the ancient alien... Uh, mm. (laughs) Can I... Okay... If so, don't tell me how he ate the DNA. Just tell me that if it were in a movie, what would the rating of the movie be? Uh, I'd say at least an eighteen. Oh God! It's rated R in America, isn't it? Um, we have a different rating system. I mean, system. Eight, we have eighteen, but eighteen plus is adult only. Oh, it's eighteen plus. It's porn. No, it's not eighteen plus. Then Jesus, no, it's not I porn. Don't. Jesus, okay. <laughs> no, um, there was no insertion. Everything was absolutely kosher in terms of like Ugh. ingestion of the DNA. But it was um, <sighs> he basically has like taken on some like DNA and understanding of of the ancient alien himself. They've gone to the black market to fix this system of Osiris. Uh, at the same time, Koala appeared in a small sort of like rift through time shortly after you guys landed um, and then ended up str- like smashing himself into the sand nearby and he eventually found you guys. He's back and him and Rose Gibsonton, who is another one of their agents, uh, who's very similar to Annabelle, in fact. Uh, they're both very um, like gun orientated. That's offensive. <laughs> Those two have gone off to try and sort out... Uh, 
Project Saharan Freedom, which is a gamma project. Project Saharan Freedom is hopefully going to be used to deal with the giant now now giant roaming vampire empress who has come out of the ground and is slowly making her way across the city devouring people and she's getting closer and closer towards the nile and dr smedley and you are together and your plan is to try and stop her from getting across the nile first of all that's not a plan that's a goal i mean okay so that's the goal so the plan then would be to try and come up with some sort of plan to deal with it i guess smedley is very goal orientated it's a lack of a plan if you if the plan is to have a plan then that's not a plan Oh my Have we God. ever had a plan so far? You're giving me D&D flashbacks. <laughs> Sorry. And there's never any plan. It's, it's purely goals and trying to get to them. I don't think I have any bullets. Um, I would say that, so, so there was an omen base uh, nearby, um, and you probably restocked on bullets at this point because um, no one else is using them because everyone died before you got here. <laughs> So how many bullets have you collected? Okay, I have 86 bullets. How did you figure out you had 86? I rolled a D100. Okay. And just let RN Jesus do the rest. Thank you, RN Jesus. You gave her 86 bullets. We'll go with that then. You and Smedley are walking from the now deserted Omen base, uh, and you are heading towards the town uh, and you can see in the distance this enormous vampire empress sort of plowing her way through the city very slowly she's quite large quite lumbering it's this enormous bug with loads and loads of tentacles underneath it like that reaching out and grabbing like corpses from the ground and bringing it up to its mouth it's 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 horrific what in tarnation and it's heading towards the other side of the city from what you found out it looks like the vampires that were here before released the red mist over the um, western half of the city, basically killing everyone there. Well, killing them sort of, like releasing their souls into the atmosphere, and the, just the corpses just layering all over the over the um, floor here. Uh, but the other side of the city is still full of people who are mostly alive at this point. So we need to try and stop them. This is the worst time to come in randomly. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's a bit of a shock. <laughs> Smedley and you, I, I, I wonder. I guess, I guess you guys have probably like grabbed like a, a car or something, like a, a jeep or something from the no, from the no, no. We got, we have a really dinky, crappy. You're gonna need sound effects for this. We got a dinky, crappy motorbike with a sidecar, and Smedley is in the sidecar. Of course he is. Smedley is, and he's very unhappy about it. Yeah, no, I imagine he's getting a bit, bit like bike sick. And the two of you are driving, I guess, towards the um the the river at the minute. Yeah. And Smedley's in the sidecar and I'm just going to sort of bounce up and down on the chair for this to sort of like give the impression of like being inside this bouncy motor car thing. Annabelle, we, we need to go and stop the, the vampire empress over there. Where do you think I'm going? I, I, I buying souvenirs? Do you happen to know what kind of powers you might have that you could possibly use to stop her? Oh god, I'm feeling really sick. Please do not vomit. Do not vomit towards me. Do not vomit on my coat. Can, can we can we stop a second? Give me a minute. Give me a minute. I need to stop. Oh. Stop. Stop the stop the vehicle. Screech to a stop. <laughs> Somehow. Smedley flops out uh, and he walks over to a nearby building and opens the door and goes, "Come in. We need to. We need to. We need to think about this for a second. Oh God! And the two of you walk into the building, and he he looks around and goes, right, okay, give me give me a second. I need to need to get my bearings. Okay, so we need to stop this vampire empress. Okay, you are part angel now, right? I, I guess. 
You know more about this than I do. It looks like she's not actually quite as alive as we expected. So my theory at the minute is the tears of set that was dropped over the city. The soul energy from that has revived her. So she's actually partially undead. Undead creatures are repelled by things like holy water. Okay. All right. I need you to do a test for me. Okay. Uh, what what test? Give me a second. Smedley walks over to the sink nearby. There's a sink in this house because houses have sinks. And he pours some water into a bowl and he brings it over to you and goes, what I need you to do is turn this into holy water. Uh, I'm not Jesus. No, I mean, you don't have to be Jesus to turn it into holy water. Well, like, not, It's not just uh, Jesus. Uh, grab the, the thing. I already forgot what you said. The thing the water's in. The bowl. Uh, just... The bowl. Yeah, grab the bowl. <laughs> the and standard kinda... water implement. Annabelle stares real deeply into the water, focusing really hard. Mm-hmm. Gotta roll focus. Where's my focus? First I gotta focus, find my focus. 19 focus. Jesus Christ. Okay, literally, <laughs> you stare at the bowl and your hands begin to like spark and glow. And Smedley watches in like quite like shocked disbelief as the bowl in front of you starts to glow and bubble. He looks in and he like puts a little bit to his finger and then licks it and goes, mm, yeah, yeah, that's definitely holy water. Well done, Annabelle. So what you're getting at, I'm supposing, is that you want to go upriver and see if I can holy the whole river? You can't holy the whole river. No, 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 no. Oh, God. How do you know? No, that would require quite a lot of effort. We need to try and come up with some way of amplifying your power so then you can do that, okay? There's no way you can do that on your own. That sounds like a lot to get done, and we don't have a lot of time. We need to go and do it. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I have an idea. Um, you know you know the Grand Egyptian Museum that you went to, like, about half a year ago? I try not to remember that trip. <laughs> do you remember there was the large, like... The, the pylons around the coffin. Vaguely. Yeah. They were um they were they were designed in such a way where they would de amplify the um the power of the tears of set inside that coffin. Alright. I think if we can get those, we can reverse the polarity on them and we can use them to amplify your powers. Well I think. Are you gonna be able to do that? Because I sure as hell ain't gonna be able. I'm 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 Omen's chief researcher. I, of course I can do it. Don't worry about me, I can do it. But we're going to need to get there. And the the problem is that it's right underneath the Vampire Empress. That may not last for long. She decided to sit down. We're going to lose that whole city block. Uh, well, I, I'm not sure if she's going to sit down, but we're going to need to get try and get underneath her in such a way where we don't get seen. All right, Smedley, get back in the back. Before he gets on the back of the bike, he like opens up like the nearby over the sink because most, house have, most houses have sink. He also finds a medicine cabinet and he finds in there some anti-sickness uh, medicine, like anti-nausea medicine, and he just shots it. Just for safekeeping, I'm going to hand him a uh, paper bag out of the prison purse, because you can't prove I don't have one. Is it moist or is it dry? Sir, that is inappropriate. Hello, everyone. It's me, Sean. I'm here, the actual fancy lad. Not some rip-off Swedish fancy lad. No, the real me. This is me right here, to talk to you about the mid-roll chats. I just got back from the pub. I was talking with another game designer about how Flubber would make a really good horror film. 
Think about this, it's a man who originally started dating someone, they broke up because he was absent-minded, and then he spends the rest of the film hurting people with a strange green gunk in order to get her back. It's a perfect, like, sort of stalker-esque kind of horror film, and I think there's something in it. I've got some amazing news. We were nominated for an Audioverse Award, so thank you to everyone who nominated us for that. It has humbled us. The fact of the matter is that we never thought we'd get an award for this, but we've been nominated for one, so hopefully we'll get it, but chances are we might not. I don't know, we'll give it a go. It, it, it's nice to know that people have appreciated what we're doing though. We have been doing the Omen podcast for about a year now, and we hit 10,000 downloads recently, so we're doing a dice giveaway to celebrate that. All you have to do to enter is tweet to the hashtag Omencast with what you love about the show and mention one of the characters' names. It can be anyone, it can be Annabelle, it could be Koala, it could be Smedley, it could be Dr. Martin, it could be Ethel, it could be literally anyone. I'm going to be announcing the winners to the Dice Giveaway in the finale episode of Season 1. So in a few weeks' time, you'll know if you've gained access to one of the fanciest, loveliest pieces of plastic known to man, which is a dice set. This weekend, I'm traveling back to my hometown to record the Halloween Spooktacular. It's going to be a bit different because this time around, I'm not going to be DMing. Sam is. Sam is going to be DMing us a special game. I have no idea what she's got planned. She's been working on it for quite some time, and I'm going to be playing a character. Uh, my character is going to be called Vladimir Bolokov. I am going to be Hitman agent from Russia. I work for Omen on part-time basis. It is nice. I like it. Uh, I'm really looking forward to being a character for once. This is a reminder that we have a Patreon, or a Patreon, whichever one you want to call it, and at 20 patrons on there. Uh, we're currently at 10, I think. I'm going to run a special Christmas party episode with all of those patrons. So if you want to be part of that special Christmas episode, drop us a dollar a month. Every little dollar that you give us is going straight back into the show. I'm using it to purchase new art, new music, new everything that I can then make the show even sound better. Eventually, we're going to have enough money to then purchase new microphones and then the sound quality on the show will jump up a million fold, which would be great. This week's podcast promo is from the Queer Dungeoneers. We're an LGBTQA supportive podcast. I'm by myself right now, completely alone in this room. So please take a listen now. When we started this journey, I was just a dropout from the College of Arcanists. Some girl who could turn into animals. A pickpocket looking for answers. I was a swan. But along the way, I found hope. Love. Family. I found out I can turn into a giant worm. Okay, look, Signana, I... What? He's right. But it's really not fitting in with the tone of what we're going for here. I mean, I, we're all talking about the esoteric... Queer Dungeoneers, an actual play podcast about being who you are by being someone different. I can turn into a worm. Oh, forget it. That was lovely. You should really check them out. They are really, really nice. I'd highly recommend them. Give them a little listen. Send them some love from us at Omen. And without further ado, we will now get back to Annabelle and Smedley infiltrating the Grand Egyptian Museum. I'll see you next time. Bye.
the two of you get on the bike and you rev up the bike and you head towards the Grand Egyptian Museum. And on the way, you watch as the Vampire Queen, you, you see on her back, she is slowly but surely releasing vampire larvae into the air and they are flying around her. Uh, and a couple of them come your direction. They see the bike and they hear the bike as it's like traveling through the streets. And about five of them come in your direction. And Smedley goes, oh my God, kill them. Kill them quickly, Annabelle. Oh my God. Um, I'm gonna try to shoot at them while I drive. Am I gonna take a, a negative for that? I would say you get a penalty, yeah. Do I just want to penalize my um, plus five that I get for guns? Just take that whole off? Yeah, that makes sense. That's pretty right. cool. That'll be a lot easier too. <laughs> Alright. Absolutely. Um, so I'm gonna open fire at them. And it's still a 23. Flipping hell. Really? Yeah. With the plus five? Oh my god. Jeez. Okay. Um,. All right, so with the 23, you shoot the vampire larvae as they come past and they land on the floor nearby. The bullets that you're shooting, could you please roll for luck? 17. Okay, so the bullets that you're shooting, they don't cause any more to sort of notice you. And the two of you then drive directly underneath the vampire queen. The vampire queen, like her underneath, like her undercarriage is is just like a mass of writhing tentacles. Uh, oh. It's very unpleasant. Have you, have you ever seen the film uh, Evolution? Uh, it's been a while, but yes. You remember the ending of that? Oh, wait. I saw it. I saw it in Texas. Yeah, you remember the ending of that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, kind of like yeah. that. Yeah. A little bit like that. Um, I'm going to cut the engine on the bike and try to drift in the rest of the way quietly. Okay. All right. Also, how many bullets did I use? Because you rolled so well, I'd say you used like five, I guess. So you're on 81 bullets. Okay. You did like one bullet per, per one. Yeah. I'm just going to continuity that. <laughs> The two of you like slowly drift in underneath the vampire empress and you, you watch as like these like longer tentacles towards the front of its mouth are reaching down and like impaling corpses on the ground and picking them up and bringing it towards its mouth. And it's like moving forward with relative ease and it's destroying buildings as it goes. It's kind of lumbering very slowly right now. It's only just sort of woken up from like a, a thousand odd year old slumber, more than a thousand years, like millennia. It's been asleep underneath the sand, so it's sort of slowly but surely gaining its senses. Uh, and you then see nearby the Grand Egyptian Museum, which is sort of nearby underneath it. I guess you guys want to go in. Yeah, yeah we want to go in. <laughs> okay, driving the bike still? Or are you getting off the bike? Depends. What does it look like between where I am right now? Is it pretty empty or are there a lot of dead bodies in the way? There's quite a few dead bodies, yeah. All right. We're, gonna, we're just gonna leave the bike here or we're gonna hoof it okay all right let's go to, let's do that then the two of you get off and you make your way on foot uh, towards the grand egyptian museum uh and can you roll for luck for me please i can what's a 15 as you're walking one of the vampire queen's large like feet swings past but you guys manage to dodge as it swings past and it destroys a building nearby you manage to like pull yourself into the museum before like she notices you you are now in the hallway in the grand egyptian museum it's slightly more built than you remember it last time you were here uh last time you were here there was like still scaffolding and koala picked up that one shovel for no reason you know immediately the way towards where you originally went to collect the red liquid is just down the hallway and down the stairs. So the two of you run down the stairs and get to the room. The room has been pretty much untouched since you last saw it. In there, it's still being used like as a storage room. There's like a bunch of like stacked boxes everywhere in front of the doors. 
so you can't actually get in right now because there's cardboard boxes in the way. Do you want to try moving them, I guess? Um, yeah, yeah, strength. Yeah, go for it. 15. You move the boxes with relative ease. Smedley attempts to move some of the boxes. I'm going to roll for him, see how he does. Good for Smedley. Twelve. Okay, he's doing all right. He's doing all right. He's he's been uh, he's been doing uh, he's been working out. He <laughs> he picks up some of the boxes and puts them out of the way, and the two of you enter the room. There in the center is the empty space where the coffin originally was, but on either side, in like the the four corners of the room, there are still very old, dusty formic beacons that were originally there, and they haven't been touched since that fateful day when uh, the poor. Edmund Black died painfully with a smack to the back of the head. Uh, and Smedley goes towards him and goes, right, okay, so we're going to need to come up with a way to try and get these out of here, Annabelle. We're not going to be able to carry all of these. These are heavy. Um, was there a dolly anywhere? Do you see one on the way in? Um, uh, uh, There might be one outside. Let me go check. And he runs off, then comes back with a trolley. This trolley can only handle two of them at a time, so we're going to have to come back and make two trips, I think. Uh, I'll start getting this one loaded up. And he then uses his surprising strength for a man of his size and rattiness to pick one of them up and load it onto the trolley. You help him with the other one. He puts that onto the trolley and he goes, right, okay, I'll um, I'll go take these out. I'm going to go see if there's a truck outside, okay? All right. Can you get the other two ready for me? Yeah. Can I see if I can pick them up as is? See if I got some holy strength? Yeah, if you want. Oh, God. This is going to be the first crit of the day. Oh, no, it's 12. Is that good enough? Well, I'd say if you're trying to summon holy strength, I'd say focus. Ah, okay. Rather than strength. Actual holy strength. Oh, (laughs) no, that's a two. Yep. No, you ain't got got no holy strength. Well, okay. The Lord is not inside you right now. Mm Mm-hmm. You try moving them, uh, they're still quite heavy. Uh, you, there's no way you're going to pull these out. Smedley goes off and he takes them down the hall. And you hear like a sort of strange burrowing sound nearby. Can I figure out where it's coming from? Uh, it's coming from like your left. It's coming from underneath the ground, it seems. Uh, I'm going to back up. Um, okay. Does it sound like Backing away from it. sounds I've heard from... Um... Oh, yes. Oh, okay. That's fun. You've heard these sounds before. Yeah. All right. Ready? Reading. Dual wield. Right. Dual wield. Yeah. Okay. I've got two six shooters. Okay, so you sit there aiming at the sort of where the sounds coming from, and eventually the lino on the on the ground sort of splits open, and about six vampire larvae pour into the room. Two of them run up the walls nearby, and one of them immediately jumps at you. Can you roll for agility for me? I can. That's a twenty-three. Flipping hell. Hey, I can't focus, Sam. but I've got agility. <laughs> What is going on? Jeez. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say you did so well there. You can roll agility again to see if you can shoot it. 24 plus my fives. That's 29. Flipping hell. It's gone. What the hell? Jeez. Okay. This thing launches at you and you pull out your two guns and you blast it to smithereens. It is gone. The other five of them then scuttle around and they are coming directly at you. What do you want to do? I want to fire at them. Okay. What else would I do? I mean, you do have your wings and stuff. Why would I use that when I have bullets? Mm, true. American. What'd you get? Um, It's going to total to be a 23. <laughs> Sam. This is ridiculous. I have only been stacking like one stat. <laughs> it's been shooting. The, you you shoot these um, drones and you reduce them to a thin pace in front of you. It's at that moment you see Smedley jump through. You know you know how the glass was broken because uh, Koala 
like broke it with his head. Yeah. Smedley jumps through the broken window. He rolls into the room and immediately after him, a vampire drone jumps over the top of the window and lands on top of him. And it's trying to bite at him and he's going, no, get it off. Get it off me. Help. Ah! Oh, God. I fire at it. Real casual like with another 23. What? Really? I had a oh, all right, I had okay. a two like moments ago. So You did, and but this has been like constant amazing rolls. You shoot the drone off of his uh front and it hits the ground nearby and it sort of curls up like a spider might. Uh and Smedley gets up and he sort of wipes his brow and goes, Oh, thank you, Annabelle. We need to get those out of here. Um there is a bunch of them coming this way. We need to get out of here now. There's a truck outside the front, I've hot wired it, okay? Alright, um yeah, so start lifting things into the No, he jumped through the window, he doesn't have the dolly. Crap. The dolly is outside, sorry, I, I was I was halfway here and, and, and that got here. I'll, I'll go get it quickly. I'll be back in a second. And he runs out and you you hear him poddling down the hall and then you hear the dolly come back. Alright. He's like, Yeah, no, there's like there's like twenty of them outside. They're trying to get in through the glass. Can we load these up quickly and then get out of here, please? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna help him load them and then I'm gonna I'm gonna cover the escape. Okay. There is something outside the door. It's trying to get in. I don't know what it is. It's definitely not a unicorn. I'm feeling very ill right now. Right. I'm going to try and rest. I've put a bunch of stuff in front of the door to stop it getting in. And hopefully someone will come and rescue me soon. This is... Dr. Smedley, Clone 271, signing out. Oh, God. The Omen podcast is powered by Ellipsis RPG, the accessible donationware rule set, now available on itch.io. If you like what you're hearing, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. You can tweet to us at the hashtag OmenCast, that's O-M-E-N cast, and who knows, you might get a special mention in one of the episodes from us. Thank you for listening, and remember, stay vigilant. You never know what's out there.